Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This week's episode is all about SPF or sunscreen. If you know me, you'll know I'm one of those people who wears SPF every day. It's a non-negotiable for me. I wear it every day when I'm in the house, even if I don't plan on leaving the house. I make sure my husband wears it every day. I think it's because even when I'm working at home, we have these really big windows and I'm just always attracted to the sun and to light. So I'll always sit near a window. I love to be outside. So SPF is one of those everyday things for me. I have to admit, though, lately a few podcasts have kind of mentioned about the issues surrounding how different ingredients from SPFs can get into our bloodstream. And for some people, the risks that are, I don't know if they've been substantiated yet, but the risks associated with chemicals going into your bloodstream are worse than the risks associated with um, skin cancer and damage when it comes to not wearing SPF. So that's definitely a whole other episode. I really want to get into that. But for now, I'm focusing on reducing sun damage. I do think a lot of people, when they think sun damage, they literally think of skin cancer or melasma and hyperpigmentation. But actually, that suntan that you've built up over the past few weeks, if you're here in the UK, that is also sun damage and it will lead to wrinkles later on. So for me, it's all about protecting my skin on the outside. Call it vanity. Obviously, I'm aware of skin cancer, but for me, it's always been about kind of keeping wrinkles away. Touch wood, I don't think I really have any wrinkles yet. I think I have maybe a couple on my forehead because I can kind of raise my eyebrows quite a bit um, and frown. But yeah, I don't think I've really got many wrinkles yet. And I think that's probably down to wearing SPF since I was a teenager. But let me know about you. Like, are you like me? Do you wear SPF every day? Are you someone who just can't be bothered to wear SPF? I think I actually watched um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills today and I was really unimpressed because Sutton, I don't remember her surname, I find her very annoying. Let me know if you watch Beverly Hills, um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Sutton was sat on a yacht sunbathing and with her southern accent she was like I'm not wearing any SPF and I just thought <laughs> there's a reason why you have so many wrinkles Saturn and I'm not saying wrinkles are bad but they are a sign of damage so yeah I couldn't believe it. I literally watched that today so <laughs> I'm very much into the SPF let me know if you are DM me over at Beauty Me Podcast on Instagram or feel free to email me beautymepodcast at gmail.com I actually see this episode as a follow-up to the two sunscreen-focused episodes I released last year. I'll definitely share links to both of those, but I think between the two episodes, I came out saying that my absolute favourites, and I can remember how much I love them now, um, there's definitely probably the best-smelling SPF ever, which is Ultraviolet's Queen Screen. It's an Australian brand. It smells kind of rosy and I'm not really into rose but it's one of the most refreshing SPFs I've ever used and they've actually got a really good range of other SPFs so definitely check out Ultraviolet but I also really loved Garnier Ombre Solaire's UV water transparent protecting spray and it's like a jelly type water 
and you just spray it all over. It's amazing, actually. I think I need to go and find it again for this summer. Another one that I really loved last time around was the Black Girl Sunscreen, which is a must. It's SPF 30. It is like zero white casts. The brand has done so well. It's a really good product and it's for any skin color, really. And I also mentioned probably my all-time favorite sunscreen that I always go back to no matter what. It has to be the La Roche-Posay Anthelios Invisible Fluid. It's the most perfect little bottle. You kind of shake it up. You can take it to the gym. You can take it anywhere. And for someone that often deals with sensitive eyes, it's never bothered my eyes. It's SPF 50. I just buy it on repeat. I love that one. So for this follow-up, I thought, let me try six sunscreens that I've never tried before. A couple of them were sent to me and I'll be sure to let you know. I'm very keen on being very transparent on this show. I only give real honest reviews. Nobody's paying me to say what I think. And even when it comes to the two that I was actually gifted, I'm not under any obligation to say anything at all. So you can expect just real honest reviews here. I'd love to know what you think. So if any of them are ones that you've already tried, definitely let me know. And let's get into it. Okay, so first up is Bondi Sands Daily Moisturizing Sunscreen Lotion SPF 50. I think I initially bought this because I'd seen it online and I couldn't believe how cheap it was. And I really needed a new SPF that weekend. At the time, I think I paid about £6 and it's a 75ml tube. And it lasted a good amount of time. I really enjoyed how it just felt like a moisturizer. I think products have really evolved since the pandemic. And we definitely used to kind of do toner, serum, moisturizer, SPF, etc. But now there are so many products that are kind of half and half. It's not like a moisturizer that's got SPF 15 in it. There's like some really good products out there that feel much more like a moisturizer. And the Bondi Sands one is brilliant for wearing underneath makeup. Especially I noticed if you kind of apply your makeup, your foundation, while your skin is still kind of damp from putting the SPF on. I know that some SPFs work better if you kind of let them almost dry down a little. But Bondi Sands works great under makeup. It's got zero fragrance and I instantly fell in love with it. It's funny because... Only recently, probably the past few weeks, I've noticed just how many people really love this sunscreen on TikTok. And I'm talking dermatologists, not just people who are into beauty. It's clear that there's something about this Bondi Sun's moisturizing SPF. It's super light. It's an Australian brand again. And I'm just really keen to check out some of their body sunscreens next. So if you're in the UK, this is currently on sale at Superdrug for just £5.32. I highly recommend this one for anyone who loves to have a dewy base for their makeup. Next, it's a sunscreen that a lot of UK beauty lovers have been raving about ever since it launched back in early 2021. Garnier Ombre Solaire's Anti-Age Super UV Protection Cream is packed with hyaluronic acid, which, if you don't know, is an ingredient that's often cited as being able to hold up to a thousand times its weight in water, which basically means 
that it will keep your skin hydrated. So any hydrating products that you have on, it should keep on your skin for so much longer. There are some people who are very anti-hyaluronic acid for different reasons. I think that some people have actually developed this kind of sensitivity to it. But for me, whenever I've bought a, a hyaluronic acid serum, it seemed to have done me a lot of good. That might just be down to the fact that I've heard that you must layer it with moisturizing products. So it might be the other products that I'm using, but I definitely wanted to check it out in SPF form. Plus this Garnier um, protection cream also has niacinamide in it, which is my absolute ride or die ingredient when it comes to hormonal acne time. It just calms my skin right down. It lessens any redness and inflammation. Niacinamide is just the one for me. So to see an SPF that contains niacinamide and hyaluronic acid, I knew I had to try it. Looks wise, it's a really small tube. I think that actually the tube is quite revolutionary in the sense that it's made from cardboard. It holds 50 mil and it promises to reduce the appearance of wrinkles. As I mentioned earlier, I'm not really looking to change any appearance of, appearance of wrinkles. I don't think I have many yet, but I'm definitely looking at just keeping wrinkles at bay. It also promises to keep skin hydrated and looking smoother and firmer. I can't say that it does all of that, but I will say this is great for anyone who wants a light moisturizing formula and needs it to work underneath makeup. And it's just perfect for throwing into your bag for reapplication later on because it's so small. I don't know if I would buy this again, but it is quite cheap at just £7. It's also fragrance-free for those who need to know. So I would highly recommend this one for anyone who wants a boost of hyaluronic acid without buying a pricey serum. Next up is Korean brand Purito's daily go-to sunscreen SPF 50. Described as weightless and scentless, it's an SPF that combines both chemical and physical filters. Simply put, the chemical filters absorb UV rays and physical ones reflect them. They actually form a physical barrier. Now, Purito is a brand that's actually come under a lot of scrutiny for a different SPF that it launched. Last year, it came under fire when news emerged that their really kind of cult favorite Centella Green unscented sunscreen only had an SPF rating of 19, not the SPF 50 that it claimed on the packaging. It caused huge uproar the brand apologized, many called for them to be boycotted, and the news even affected other brands' SPFs that were manufactured in the same lab as Purito. And it also kind of aroused suspicion of Asian SPFs in general, which really doesn't make sense if you're not going to acknowledge that there have often been discrepancies from Western brands too. I think with no universal standards or tests, it's basically down to each country to evaluate standards when it comes to sunscreen. And I think the best thing that we can do as consumers is to take a little bit more care in where we buy our sunscreen. And well-known beauty entrepreneur Charlotte Palomino has basically said we shouldn't be buying sunscreen on Amazon. And I really do agree with her there, even though I have done it in the past. It's so tempting when it's an SPF that, you know, you can't buy here. And you wait like three weeks for this amazing ultralight water-based kind of gel. 
SPF to arrive. But I really do think that Charlotte is correct. We shouldn't be buying sunscreen or beauty on Amazon because it's definitely a site that is prone to people selling fake beauty, basically. And you have to be really careful when it comes to ingredients. Anyway, I will leave you a link to a popular Reddit on the whole Purito Centella sunscreen story because if you love a good Reddit session, you might appreciate it. But aside from beauty community drama, the Purito sunscreen that I tried, which is the go-to daily sunscreen, actually really reminds me of one of last year's favorites, which I mentioned earlier, the Black Girl sunscreen. It's kind of very similar in the way that it glides over the skin and it really does sink in within seconds. However, I would say the Purito one, the product itself is slightly thicker and it doesn't end up feeling greasy, which is how I would feel with Black Girl Sunscreen once the weather really got hot, Um, especially if I was wearing it for hours and hours a day. It could kind of get greasy in the T-zone area. But the Purito one just feels really nice throughout the day. It feels nourishing on the skin and it definitely leaves you glowing. And I will repurchase this one 100%. I bought mine from Look Fantastic for £19.90. I highly recommend this one for anyone who loves to have a glowy look with or without makeup. Next is a really new sunscreen from British brand UpCircle. The brand is highly respected for its circular approach to beauty and is known as the UK's number one upcycle beauty brand, meaning that their packaging, and I'm not just talking about the outer packaging, is recycled and recyclable. And even the ingredients such as raspberry seeds, for instance, will have been upcycled from the juicing industry. It's all about no waste and I'm here for it. I've actually attended one of their online seminars and I really do get where this brand is coming from. It's got to be a brand for the future. We have to move more towards, you know, a plastic free world. So definitely fully behind what UpCircle is trying to do. So this product is their SPF 25 mineral sunscreen. I believe it's their first SPF ever. Um, It's reef safe, it's vegan and also contains vitamin E, which is really good for nourishing your skin. This is one of only two scented sunscreens in this episode. It contains lavender oil, which apparently is good for breakouts. I can't say lavender is one of my favorite fragrances, though. Um, I know it's good for helping you sleep, but as I'm prone to breakouts, I definitely wanted to give this one a try. I knew the second that I opened the jar that a white cast was imminent. And I'm mixed race and quite light skinned, um, apart from when it's summer right now. But I knew it was going to do give a white cast instantly. It's kind of okay for me under makeup, but I would not recommend this to anyone with darker skin. And I really wanted to be able to back that up so I tested this one on my husband this morning before he took the dog out for a walk he goes out for these really early walks and if you live in the UK temperatures have been pretty high for us um really nice but I made him he's much darker skin than me so I wanted to test this on him and in his words he said he looked like a shiny grape And it really wouldn't budge when it came to his beard area. So, yeah, definitely not one for darker skin tones, this one. 
Another thing, as I've mentioned, I love the fact that the brand is committed to sustainability, but I do wonder about the sunscreen being packaged in a glass jar with a screw lid. For me, it just doesn't feel too hygienic dipping in and out of the product. Um, Obviously, you expect to use a product with clean hands, but I'm still a bit, ugh, especially as, you know, if I let my husband use this again, but he won't be using it. he probably would leave the lid off, um, you know, because that's what he does. So I would be concerned about hygiene on this one. This was a gifted product and you can find it for $24.99. I highly recommend this one for pale skin tones, not people of colour and people who really want some hydration. Next, it's one of my more random sunscreen purchases. I just really like the simple style of Carbon Theory products and I was intrigued by their Daylight, spelt L-I-T-E, SPF 50, as it claims to feature, quote, breakout busting ingredients. This cost me £16 and pretty much lived up to my expectations. It actually reminds me of one of my well, I think it is my all-time favourite SPF that I mentioned earlier, the La Roche-Posay Anthelios. But unlike Anthelios, this one does have a hint of a cast. It's kind of like a super pale, purple tint, very, very pale. I can get away with it if I wear it under makeup, but this is not something I'll be putting on in a rush if I want to get to the gym and throw it in my bag because I need to kind of ensure that I've rubbed away the white cast so again this isn't one for anyone with dark skin that said I do like how small and neat this 50 ml bottle is I can see it being a really good one to take on holiday with you highly recommend this one for anyone who wants a fuss-free application in a small bottle finally I'm sharing another sunscreen that was gifted to me and I will absolutely be repurchasing this one A key reason I would instantly repurchase Fenty's Hydrovisor Invisible Moisturiser SPF 30 is because it's refillable. And as I said earlier, I really need more brands to get on board with sustainability, reducing plastic and giving us refillable options. Today, I popped into Boots to do a little drugstore um, skincare thing and I was pleased to see refillable options when it came to shampoo and conditioner. We've still got a long, long way to go, but I just think it's not about the consumers. Many times the industry at large has put it on consumers. Well, they don't want it. But, you know, this is in the hands of people that make products. Whatever they make, we will probably most likely buy. So I really credit Fenty with making Hydrovisor refillable. Thankfully, The product itself is actually amazing, so I don't feel like I'm compromising on quality just to become a more sustainable shopper. I'm really happy with this one. Two things that surprise me about Hydrovisor are the smell. It's kind of like fresh berries, and I actually like it, and the colour, which is a really pretty pink, which is just kind of unexpected when it comes to a sunscreen. More importantly, The formula blends into skin in seconds. Like you have to try this one out for yourself. Let me know if you have tried it. I'm really keen to know if you have tried the Fenty Hydrovisor because I took my time in trying this one. But now I wear it all the time. It is my absolute go-to if I'm wearing makeup and I'm out for the day. My husband's taken to referring to it as the good stuff when he borrows it. 
I literally apply my makeup immediately after wearing Hydrovisor. I treat it like a primer. My current foundation, which is the Kevin O'Quan Foundation Balm, which I am in love with, really just sinks into the Fenty sunscreen and my skin looks glowy and smooth all day. Like I said, I'm someone I will always wait for hype to die down. I feel like I can see through, you know, reviews that have been paid for or just too keen or, you know, they've only tried a product twice. I really get the hype behind Fenty Hydrovisor. I love it. So impressed with it. Highly recommend this one for anyone who wears makeup on a daily basis and just wants their skin to look glowy and gorgeous. So that's it. Six sunscreens that were all very new to me, but they might not be new to you. I'd love to know, have you tried any of these products? Do you think I'm missing out? Is there any anything you want to recommend to me? Thanks so much for listening. Let me know what you think over in the DMs at Beauty Me Podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Spotify or Apple if you enjoyed it. That's all I ask. It really, really helps. Stay in touch over on Instagram. You can also find me kind of trying the TikTok thing at Sharice K. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>